And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Hero Hour Show. As always, I'm joined by some co-hosts for the, from the Cinemania World team. First, we have Pat. Pat, hello. How are you, buddy? I'm fantastic, Dwayne. Uh, pretty crazy Super Bowl as far as a couple of these trailers go, so really excited to talk about it. I was going to say, man, I didn't watch, watch that shit, so... <laughs> If you say it's you know, just waiting for them to get uploaded. <laughs> if you say it's crazy, then I believe you. But, uh, we are also joined uh, from the Cinemania World team, the myth, the legend, Meg, aka Wonder Meg, aka my arch nemesis, has returned, like General Zod in the Flash trailer. Hello. Except better CGI. Oh, don't start. Ooh. Do you see what I'm saying? This is the shit <laughs> I'm talking about. Um, hey. What's up, Meg? Uh, good. I actually watched most of the Super Bowl. Well, up until like after the halftime show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty fun. I usually like try to watch the Super Bowl for all I the commercials, too. but mm-hmm. it seemed like this year, like there wasn't that many commercials. Like a lot of them were repeating. So I was like, Oh, this is lame. <laughs> the one that I caught was the, uh, the Ben Affleck one. Cause I howled. Oh, the Dunkin donuts. That is exactly how it is down here in the morning when you go to Dunkin and he has the <laughs> Boston accent. It's great. It's just fantastic. It was fantastic. Um, yeah. So I, I didn't watch, I didn't watch Super Bowl. I heard, I heard who won and I said, great. I heard Rihanna eight. That's all I need to hear. And, uh, Yeah. So today, everyone, for this episode of Hero Hour, we are going to be talking about the trailers that dropped last night during the Super Bowl. Uh, There was only two big comic book movie trailers. There was supposed to be a couple more. I mean, I think I heard that we were supposed to get the Marvel's trailer, but that got scrapped. And um, there was another trailer that got scrapped, too. I think it was the uh, Little Mermaid uh kind of surprising Ooh, yeah yeah i think those got scrapped so we're gonna get into obviously the flash trailer and then we're gonna get into the guardians of the galaxy volume 3 trailer and then we will spend a little time discussing quantumania this week and uh we'll take some of your questions and that'll be it and uh, we'll go from there but i guess we can start uh last night they premiered the first ever trailer for the flash which is crazy after all these years i know we had like a little snippet for a uh, fandom a few years ago but i don't really think that was anything i don't really no. consider that a trailer it's more like a behind the scenes but this was like our first trailer for the movie which is insane we finally got to see what it's all going to be about uh you know we got the idea we were all looking for an idea what if how much of ezra miller they were going to show uh they showed a lot even showed two of them. Two, in so, fact. <laughs> two Ezra's was in the trailer. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll go around and get you guys' thoughts on the trailer last night. Um, I'll start with you, Meg. Uh, since it's been a while, let's get some of your thoughts yeah. on last night's trailer. Um, you know, I, I try to. I'm going to try to be as unbiased as possible because <laughs> obviously, you know, I uh, I'm a big fan of like the old DC EU and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that like I'm not a fan of like newer stuff because you know, like obviously, I love Birds of Prey and I really like Shazam, but um, I don't know. I'm having some mixed feelings about the Flash, and I've always kind of had mixed feelings about it. 
um and even more so now like with everything going on with like Ezra Miller and and that situation uh the trailer though I I guess I wasn't expecting them to show so much of what is gonna happen in the movie or like like I didn't expect them to show General Zod at all like when he showed up I was like that was the moment where I was like oh okay like he's actually in the movie it's just not you know scoopers and stuff Mm -hmm. um Overall, I say the trailer was pretty. I mean, it was a cool trailer. The effects looked pretty cool, like the lightning and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. like I said before, you know, like some of the CGI was a little wonky, um, but of course, you know, they have time to work on that still. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, it made me a little bit more excited for the movie. Um, I'm not really clamoring to go see it, um, and that might just be like. I'm kind of like just fatigued on the superhero stuff right now. Um, but it is cool to see a trailer for a, like a comic book movie that's not Marvel, you know, and have it have such like a, a positive response. Because yeah. like most of the stuff I'm seeing online is like pretty positive towards it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasha Kale, she looks really good. <laughs> that's probably like what's going to make me want to see the movie the most is Supergirl. Um, but, you know, like overall, I kind of have like this a little melancholy feeling about uh, the movie because like it seems like it's going to be the end of like the DCEU as we knew it especially Mm -hmm. like certain actors and and even like what they were trying to do after like the whole Snyder stuff like Sasha Kale's Supergirl and Mm -hmm. whatever they had set up for her so it, it seems like a little bittersweet you know um a little bit yeah yeah so like it's it's gonna be like a really confusing situation because like even if the movie let's say the movie does like financially and critically like really well it's not like it's gonna really change their direction that they're going so it just seems like a a weird spot right now do you uh do you think i mean I think they have DC, like, you know, James Gunn and all them. They have some Mm. choices to make because it seems like after the trailer, a lot of people were like, dude, the Supergirl movie, it needs to be Sasha. And yeah, um, I saw that too. um, I'm in that camp. If she, if she becomes like a, like a, you know, like the darling of the movie, like if people like, like, let's say the movie overall, isn't that great, but like Mm -hmm. she is like the one stable that people are like, Oh, she looks great. She does great. She -hmm. carries the movie. Kind of like, it's going to be hard for them. Yeah. It's going to be hard (laughs) for them to be like, Mm -hmm. Oh, um, actually, you know, I mean, they, I mean, they did it with Henry, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you know, this actor, or actress that you really loved, uh, you know, in this role. Guess what? We're just going to do something, something <laughs> else. So, you know, it would be uh, in line with how it is to be a DC fan. So, you know, I don't know. I think she looks great. And um, yeah. I hope they really give her a chance, you know, and and hopefully she has some like really like awesome. i mean even in the trailer it shows her like standing up to general zod so i think she's gonna have some great moments that make her shine so hopefully they give her the you know a chance to do a, her own solo project but you know who knows at this point <laughs> um yeah yeah i agree what did you uh what did you think pat about the trailer uh, so I've been extremely, extremely skeptical about the Flash movie for a long time, ever since they announced it was mm-hmm. going to be like based off Flashpoint and Batman was going to be in it. And I'm like, I just want, 
Captain Cold. I want my Mirror Master. Yeah. I want Gorilla Grodd. Like, I want some Flash in my Flash movie. Um, but then everything with Ezra happened, too. So then I'm like, I don't really want Flash in my Flash movie now. <laughs> um, so uh, the trailer itself yeah. actually was uh, kind of hype. I got actually really excited as I was watching it, and I was not expecting to get excited. Um I think really what reeled me in, and I mean, I'm just a sucker for nostalgia, I guess, but growing up with like the Burton Batman movies, like they, they completely got me with Michael Keaton, even though I'm like, he's looking <laughs> old. It's, it's very obvious that it's trying to play to the, you know, it's got the Danny Elfman music going, but it really got me. I think the movie itself looked, the trailer was just like, I don't know, exciting, like, especially towards the end, I was getting like chills. So I wasn't expecting that at all, considering everything kind of that's been around this movie. I've not been looking forward to this movie, but now I'm definitely more interested in it. I'm still definitely in the camp of like, let this be Ezra's swan song and then let's get rid of that looming shadow over the flash. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, overall, I think it was a really successful trailer since before I really was not at all (laughs) interested in the movie. (laughs) So I think it did a pretty good job. Uh, yeah, so for me, I thought the trailer, going into the, going into this, this movie, I think every time when I was asked about The Flash, it's kind of like, what do you, I don't, I never cared. I just, like, when when we were going through what movies were coming out this year, like, The Flash comes up and I'm just like, "Eh, we'll see. Mm -hmm. Like, just the, the thought of just people telling me that it's great doesn't do anything for me because like you know that's all before this trailer that's all we were getting we're like oh you know warner brothers really has a lot of faith in it i'm like okay so they had a lot of faith in black adam too anyway um (laughs) you know so like like oh you know we have a lot of faith in um you know james gunn kept kept calling it like when it's like one of his favorite movies and stuff like that and that's all great and dandy and stuff but it's like you have this dark dark cloud over the movie that is Ezra Miller and everything that happened with that and just like the constant leaks of or not leaks and fake rumor mill about what they're doing with the movie, especially what happened over the weekend. That was just a complete disaster. Um, So it's just like nothing was helping the movie at all for me. Um, And then I started seeing these posters. Okay. So the first poster that they dropped last week, right? It had um, the flash there and he was like, outside of like um the fucking the the bat cave right yeah and i was like like, great and then these other posters came out and thank god they were just kind of like fan posters because they they were they had batman all over it i'm like this is a batman movie like what's going on here so thank god those those wasn't like official posters but that's what they that's what i thought they were i was like man this is just gonna be a mess they're not gonna show ezra at all in this trailer then the trailer happens and um yeah, like I dug it. I actually, I really liked the trailer. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't like make it like my most anticipated movie right now mm-hmm. or anything like that. But yeah, I did like what I saw. Um, I like seeing Batfleck return. That was a nice little surprise. Yeah. I forgot he was in it, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot <laughs> Ben Affleck. And I love Ben Affleck's Batman. I know like BVS gets a lot of flag from critics or, mm-hmm. you know, the Justice League and all that stuff. But I've always loved what Zack Snyder did with Batman. I kind Hell of yeah. wanted to see like his own Batman movie. Um, and I, I'll, I'll always want to see the Ben Affleck Batman movie that they were going to do before the Batman. 
um, because I love his iteration of Batman. I didn't like the killing stuff, but I did like just the brutality of Batman and the lore of it that, that they created for BVS and this version of the DCEU. So seeing him as great, he has a new little suit that's cool. He has the bike now. It's like, cool, he's doing some stuff in this movie, which is um, which I'm excited, I'm excited for. Uh, Michael Keaton, all that stuff was fantastic. It was so weird seeing that Batman in CG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, and not practical. It was like yeah. he's doing flips and shit. I was like, okay, I guess, I guess you got to give it the times. So that was great. And then, of course, the elephant in the room um Ezra in the trailer worked here and I thought it was I thought it was okay I thought I thought they did a really good job in the trailer I mean so far from what we've seen um the story looks kind of compelling and another thing that I love that might get some flack from like Meg and you know whoever listen Dang, bro super superman supergirl stuff in daylight and bright colorful daylight i was so excited like someone on twitter today put like a fucking someone on twitter was like oh look at this man of steel tint on the blood on the supergirl scene i was like no i don't want that i want it's bright like there's a sun under under sasha like sasha supergirl in the trailer and it looks Those great like uh, yeah, the I, I red is popping. That the makes sense popping. for her, though. Like, I think it makes sense, uh, especially in the movie, considering that like she's drained of like all of her powers. So I think sure. we're gonna see well, a lot of her crazy, in yeah. the sun, which mm-hmm. is you know, <laughs> I think is great because she's beautiful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I just thought I thought the trailer exceeded my ex- expectations because I was not expecting anything from the trailer, mm-hmm. and I kind of enjoyed the trailer more than the Guardians trailer actually. So. Um, yeah, I dug it. I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty solid. Um, so I guess now it's just what next? The movie comes out when? I think it was was it like July? July. Yeah, yeah. I think it comes. Uh, actually, I think it's June. Maybe. Let me see. Flat. Yeah, June sixteenth. That's that. That's actually not too far off right now. Oh. Yeah. Um, June I mean, 16th. that's the thing. It's like, mm-hmm. what is? I know you see like online. A lot of people are like, "What's the point of even seeing like?" shazam or aquaman or the flash and like you know it's some sometimes i feel like that especially when like they have like a movie like the flash which as much as like people want like a a solo story for him this is very much like an event film you know it's it's like a civil war for dc so like um the poster even says like the worlds collide like, yeah like, worlds collide <laughs> i think uh I, you know people are like oh what's the point you know and of course we all feel like that way sometimes but um i feel like we still need to like judge these movies like this is how we've always kind of thought with dc like you just mm-hmm. need to judge it on its own like forget like the connective tissue if you can for a little bit and just try to enjoy the movie for the movie that it is um and that's how I feel like with Shazam and Aquaman coming up. It's like, this might be the last time that we see these characters. And yeah. as much as people want to like crap on the DCEU, like the castings for the movies are like really like great. Like they're great. Like Jason Momoa is mm-hmm. Aquaman, you know, and, and people like once they're gone, they're going to be gone, which is sad. So like, just try to enjoy it for what it is. And, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. if you can do that with the Flash, I'm I'll, I'll try. I will try. But yeah, it's gonna be tough. <laughs> still, even for me, I'm still like mm, I don't know, man. It feels yeah, I know. It's just like a scummy. weird feeling. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. like 
you know, you, you see like the, it's kind of like baity what they do with the trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, here's Batfleck, here's Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. here's a Supergirl, General Zod, and oh yeah, here's it's Flash, two Ezra Millers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, it's, I it's a weird agree. place. <laughs> I completely agree, and I think when it comes to these, I think going off of what you said about casting, um, that is one thing that I have never. I've always gave credit to the old regime yeah. of DC is their casting. And I even said a couple of months ago when it was announced that James Gunn and Peter Safran were going to be doing the new DC stuff. I said, listen, one of the only things that I hope for is that you keep the, 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 uh, you keep the, the cultural kind of casting that they were doing because yeah. I, I listen, man, I don't want to see no blonde haired Aquaman. It's just like, you've mm-hmm. already, You've already set the mold and stuff like that. And yeah. it's like after this Aquaman came out, the comics kind of changed, mm-hmm. the, the, the animations kind of changed. That's what happens when you set like a when you set a precedent. And as much as people like to harp on David Ayer, after Harley after Suicide Squad, every iteration of Harley Quinn had yep. the purple, had the pink and blue hair. Every single one. Video games, animations, comics. They all had had it. I think I think the new I think Harley Quinn and Fortnite has it, you know, the pink and blue yeah. hair. It's like everything had that. So it's like, you know, these castings do mean something to people. So I think they just they should still keep it like that. So I completely agree with that statement right there. But um yeah, it's just gonna be very interesting to see what happens when the movie comes out, how well it's gonna do. And you know, because this is this has been a long journey with this movie. I think this movie is supposed to come out like last year. Yeah, so. it's been in production since like the first season of The Flash. That's why when you're like, they got like oh wait. That's why. That's why when you're like, they they can still have time to fix the CG. I'm like, you need more time to fix. Like, <laughs> well, damn. granted, didn't they didn't they film they filmed it in 2021? So yeah. I get it, but like. uh I really hope they do polish up some of that Keaton action because it, I was just talking to my boyfriend about it, like before we started recording. But mm-hmm. like, at some points when you see Keaton's uh, Batman standing there, it looks like they just like copied and pasted his mouth <laughs> onto like maybe somebody else. Which Probably. I get it, you know, he's he's a yeah. older guy, so it's like he can't, you know, maybe do some I of mean, these things. So it's like they have but, adjusted his cowl so he could turn turn his head like that was always the big thing and it's like it still looks the same like yeah, I'm waiting it was for those cool though <laughs> when they showed all of those different suits yeah. that was oh cool. yeah that i even like sick. i like batfleck's new suit i know everyone's kind Blue. of I listen i'm I like that. Like I'm like if it listen, didn't I'm have all, like the honeycomb thing on it, yeah. I would yeah, like it. I'm I'm all about the different kind of colors, suits for Batman. Yeah. It's like blue and gray seems like the theme that they're going for here. I I'm all I'm all for that because man, I love me some Batman. And uh yeah. I'm excited. So yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We got a lot of questions at the end of the show regarding uh this trailer anyway. So we'll come we'll circle back to this topic later on, but Let's move right into the other trailer that happened, the other, the next comic book movie trailer that happened last night at the Super Bowl, and that was the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. And uh, yeah, it was kind of just like a part two of the trailer that we saw before, more humor, more action, more emotional stuff on the way. Um, Some folks are dying here. I don't know who yet, but it feels like Drax is out of here. (laughs) 
Rocket. It's not looking too good. So uh, the trailer was great, though. I, again, these trailers are amazing. This is like probably James Gunn's last MCU movie for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. that is kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, what you guys think of the trailer? Start with you, Pat. Uh, I absolutely loved it. I mean, I loved the first trailer. I loved this trailer. I'm. I kind of want this to be it. I kind of don't want to see anything else because I'm. I'm just. Yeah, ready I agree. For this emotional impact, like I can already tell just from that shot they keep showing of Peter screaming. I'm like, I. That's not a scream of like someone's hurt. That's a scream of someone is super dead. Um, I. I think the trailer itself, I as always, I love the music choices. Um, I'm loving all the like they keep using those very. Uh, profound quotes like from rocket in these trailers um i like seeing more of the high evolutionary because i think Mm -hmm. he's going to be a really interesting antagonist and i'm looking forward mostly to getting to see rocket's backstory and they keep showing a little bit more of that um yeah i mean i'm still super excited for this i i'm sad james gunn's going to be leaving the mcu because i think Mm -hmm. this guardians trilogy is like even on its own like as three movies i think it's like phenomenal space opera so i'm excited for it i'm really dreading seeing any of these characters die but i know it's coming so what a james gunn villain huh the high the fuck is his name evolutionary Evolutionary. i remember at comic-con when he came out, the actor came out in the whole get up too. Like he got no response. And I was like, <laughs> golly! Like it was. Like, I was. I was kind of. I was kind of. I was kind of trying to compare it to when when uh, Tom Hiddleston came on stage oh, one Comic Con year yeah, in his Loki get up, and he was like telling everybody he was doing the whole Loki shtick and telling everybody to like Say shut up. And, yeah, <laughs> it was like he was great, and then like I remember it, it's like. He came out to the crowd and like I was like, who the hell is this bloke? Who is this guy? And then, and then James Gunn was like on stage, like, oh, this is the so and so and so and so from Guardians Three. I said, oh, cool, great. Um, I love so, that they've got that like he's got that weird like kind of RoboCop face where it's like yeah, he like, was in the like, exact long. getup. It's, yeah, it's oh, it's creepy. I don't. It makes me un- yeah. unsettled. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's a great look though. I like the way he looks. But um, yeah. Okay, uh, Meg, what about you? What do you think about this trailer? Oh, I think it looks pretty good. Um, I was a pretty big fan of the first Guardians movie, not so much the second. So I don't really... The Guardians is probably the thing that I have the least amount of attachment to in the MCU. Like mm-hmm. outside of, you know... Like, uh, I feel like this is a, like the ending of like the old MCU as we knew it, mm-hmm. you know? And now they're kind of like going to branch off into like the new Avengers and all that stuff. Um Especially like if uh you know Drax dies, which I'll be sad about because I love Dave Batista. <laughs> uh, I think he's great, and uh, him as Drax is is great. Um, I think Adam Warlock looks pretty dope, just all covered in gold, and I'm excited. I really do like what's his name, Will. Uh, I'm blanking on his last name, Powder. William right? uh Will po- Poulter, I think Poulter? it's like okay. Poulter or something. Yeah, like that. he's great. I loved him in Midsummer. Um and that's yeah, when I became like a pretty big fan of him. Yeah, Will and Poulter. I know that he's transformed like a shit ton for this movie. So oh, that'll yeah, be pretty yeah. fun to mm-hmm. see. And he was teased what at the end of the first Guardians movie, right? Uh, end yeah. of the second one. Oh, end of the second. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I think I like the tone of the trailer. It seems a lot more serious compared to the other two Guardians um, films. And it's going to be really interesting to see the dynamic between like um, past Gamora 
with <laughs> oh, uh, right. Peter now. Even in the trailer, yeah. it was pretty cute there back and forth. Um, you know, I, I haven't really been a big fan of James Gunn's films, but my most favorite probably is the first guardian. So I'm really hoping they keep some of that wholesomeness from the first one. Cause the second one kind of lost me a little bit. Oh, I hate um, the second one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing how these characters kind of close their chapters, at least the ones that, you know, are going to not be carrying on or whatever they do with them again. Like you said, Pat, like this is probably be James Gunn's last installment in the MCU for who knows how long. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he's going to put his all into it. Uh, Yeah, I, I thought the trailer again, I thought it was really, really good. Um, I'm right there with you as far as I do not like Guardians 2. It's one of my least favorite <laughs> MCU movies. A I Kurt know, Russell, I just, guys. I just, I just, and that's coming from, this is coming from somebody who loves the first one. The first one is in like my top 10 and yeah. uh, of the MCU. So that's just, it's crazy. But I feel like this one, I the problem with the last one, I feel like is that they just, it wasn't really much to say. I know the majority... The majority of that movie had something to say about the father-son mm-hmm. relationship, but I just feel like they just didn't really know what to do. And this one, it feels like there's like a theme here, just revolving family and stuff like that. And uh, I just think there's going to be more to say in this one and just more to do and more arcs with the characters here. So that's stuff primarily like that. why I'm excited for it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here. But um, okay, so let's go into the mailbag here. If you want to send us a question anytime, you can. It's just you got to go to our email, uh, cinemania2018 at outlook.com. Send us an email whenever you want, and we will get to them on the shows here. Okay, this person here says, do you think there's a possibility of them bringing back Batfleck if he becomes a fav- a fan favorite in The Flash? No. Yeah, I don't see that happening, <laughs> unfortunately. Which is sad, but because I like, I like Ben Affleck's Batman. Well, I mean, like, it you sounds know, like I think it's like going to whole... be part of the architecture, James Gunn said, that Ben yeah. Affleck might be helping out. Mm-hmm. Well, I we... think that, like, I don't think that Ben Affleck's Batman's going to survive this movie. Because, like, they talk oh. about, like, an ultimate sacrifice. Like, the synopsis of the movie um, that they release says, that, like, Barry has to make, like, an ultimate sacrifice. And uh, I think he's going to sacrifice his old timeline or something to save. Because you know, it really seems like he messes up quite a bit. So <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> so I'm thinking he, he has to sacrifice his old timeline to save whatever one he wants to keep. So I think that's going to mean bye-bye for, you know, a lot of the current, you know, like the the Ben Affleck's Batman and stuff. So I think, I don't think he's going to make it. So I think that, no, there is no hope. So. <laughs> God. <laughs> no, there is no hope. Jesus. There's no hope. Give up. Um, no, it's me. Uh, Pat, how about you as far as like Ben Affleck's uh, staying after the reception uh, here. I really don't think so. I think Ben has been pretty done with Batman for a long yeah. time. And I think he probably came back to this just probably out of maybe he liked what Andy Muschietti said he would have to mm-hmm. do in this movie. Um, maybe he was told, you know, this is for sure 100% the end. So they gave him like the Han Solo reeling him in, like, we'll kill you if you come back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really, I don't think uh, he's going to come back. And I, I mean, I've, I've kind of uh, 
I've been hit or miss with some of the old Snyderverse DC EU stuff, but I do think Ben Affleck, when I saw BVS, considering how much people re- like hated his casting when he first got cast, he was mm-hmm. to me probably the best part of that movie, and he really surprised me. So I I would be sad, you know, if he dies or gets erased, but I definitely don't see Ben Affleck ever coming back to this role after this movie. Yeah. Um. I don't know. And another thing that I too I did like about him in the trailer is that he looks good. Like as far as like he just looks yeah. healthier in the yep. movie. Like his he doesn't look like God. I go back to those Justice League like shots yeah. of him, and he just looked <laughs> so annoyed and out of it, and just like not healthy. And he looks great here. So, yep. um, whatever makes him happy, I guess is what I'll say regarding the movie. Uh, okay, so. This person here says, your thoughts on if they end up keeping Ezra Miller after all of this? Oh. I think personally, I, uh, you know, they've mentioned numerous times. I think like um, James and Peter Saffron have said that like they're glad that, um, excuse me, that uh, Ezra is getting like the help he uh, he needs. And I think, Mm -hmm. I think it was Peter Saffron. He said, if and when Ezra wants to return as the Flash, oh. we'll have a meeting or something like that. And it it was, I think it was like an interview that came out around the same time that they announced the slate. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, know was, how they did was. like a ton of interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think that I think they're probably just going to recast, or they're just going to like branch off into like whatever new timeline they're going to be doing. So. I think they're going to wait to see how the movie does. And I think because I don't know why it just, it comes off. So the way they did Henry, it just came off so definite Mm -hmm. and they just, they kept reiterating that no, Henry is not the (laughs) Superman in our thing. So then they kind of give the the runaround when it comes to Ezra, they're like, "Mm, maybe if Ezra wants to get more help and this and that, they didn't outright say, Nah. So I yeah. think either maybe it's going to happen. Maybe they're going to announce that um, Ezra Miller is going to get recast. I mean, the Flash will get recast after the movie comes out because, like, obviously you still want to promote the movie and you want it to see it do well. But I think if it does well and the reception is great and we have like a 99 on Rotten Tomatoes and the box office is booming, I think they're going to keep Ezra and just keep it going and just kind of say, that they made a mistake and that'll that'll be it. But for some reason, I just can't see them outright taking out Ezra with the way how they were so, especially with Dwayne the Rock Johnson too. They were so like nope, and then with Henry <laughs> again, they were like nope. So then for them to kind of give that give the runaround for Ezra, it was a little fishy for me. And um, mm. I don't know. What do you think, Pat? Oh boy. Um, I mean, I'm still in the camp like I have been ever since before the James Gunn slate announcement that they should should have done a hard reset, recast everyone, just completely clean slate. If you're going to get rid of some, get rid of the others. Um, that doesn't seem like that's what they're doing. So they've talked about that the doors open for some people like Ezra, like Jason Momoa, potentially Gal Gadot. Um, as far as if they're going to, I... I I kind of tend to agree with you, Dwayne, that it probably is going to have to do with if this is a huge success, yep. I, I think they that would give them reason to be like, well, 
obviously the issues Ezra was having didn't affect, you know, the audiences that much, like mm-hmm. not enough to not go see the movie, for instance. So I could see them keeping them um, if this is a huge success. But I also, part of me feels like, like you were saying, like they might just be kind of waiting this out. They still have these last few movies from the old, with the older actors. Um, maybe they're just not going to say anything until after those movies are done. And then they'll say, okay, that was it. But they don't want to like hurt these movies, you know, before they are even out. Um, I mean, I personally, like I said, I would prefer a hard reboot of everything, but especially with everything we've heard about Ezra doing Hawaii, all that stuff, I would prefer that they're recast because it has been such a negative light on this movie and this trailer seems to have helped you know bolster some excitement for this with people but i do think a lot of this hasn't been good for the for the movie yeah. or for the studio so i agree so uh i don't know um this person here says what are you guys' excitement levels for ant-man and the wasp quantum mania I'll let the, I'll go to y'all because I'm just I'm sleep yeah. on this damn. Got a movie. negative uh, one. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Uh, Jonathan Majors is like really the only thing that's attracting me to seeing this movie Everybody, because yeah. yeah, I mean like Paul Rudd is great, right? He's mm. he's amazing as uh, Ant Man, and I love seeing him like with the Avengers. I think that's when his character like really shines. But, like, those first two Ant-Man movies, I just... I don't even remember, really, what even happens in the second one. I remember Ghost is in it. (laughs) But, like, the... I just... I remember Ghost is in it. (laughs) Yeah, she's in it, and she was cool, and, you know. uh, But outside of that, I just really... I don't know. It just seems... Like, Jonathan Majors, I really hope that, like they show us why Kang is going to be like this crazy, insane, like Thanos level villain for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really the only thing I'm kind of expecting from the movie. Everything Mm -hmm. else is just whatever, (laughs) to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Pat, where are you at when it comes to this movie? I'm probably currently I'm at like a, I'd say 7.5 or 8 out of 10 excitement level. I'm not like extremely hyped, but it really is all about Kang and mm-hmm. MODOK. I'm excited for MODOK because oh, yeah. I hope he's as ridiculous as I want him to be. Um, but I mean, I love Paul Rudd. I love Scott Lang. But you're right. I think he is the best in like Civil War or an Endgame mm-hmm. when he's with a group. Yeah, of yeah. Um, but I'm also, I've talked about before, I'm not big on hope and as wasp, I'm not big on this, the new Cassie actress. So I, that's kind of got mm. me a little nervous and I'm, I, this, you're right. The second Ant-Man is probably for me too, the most forgettable Marvel movie. Um, so I, I'm excited because I'm excited to see Kang and MODOK and mm-hmm. they're villains that I've been like dreaming. Like, will like, will we ever get to that point in the MCU where people like that are going to show up? Like, our yeah, I, would, I would agree with that for yeah. MODOK. Who's literally just this giant head with little arms. <laughs> like, I'm so excited to see that. Um, and I'm just happy that like the MCU is in a place where they feel comfortable bringing these crazy concepts in. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope they pull it off. Oh man, I if you are a listener of this podcast, you know like I am not just I'm just I don't care. 
about this movie. And it's Peyton, like, Peyton it's, Reed. it's, yeah, Peyton Reed as a director does not move me at all. Yeah. He, he keeps going on interviews like, this is my Avengers movie. Like, cool, buddy. I don't know. But like, uh, <laughs> he doesn't move me at all. Just the, the anime movies alone. I liked the first one. The second one is completely forgettable. Uh, it's a palate cleanser for real because that's literally the one after Infinity War, and it just yeah. it just did it was a mess for me. It just didn't I don't know it just didn't do it. Um, Evangeline Lilly, just uh, all that. <laughs> it's just uh, the recasting of of Cassie Lang was so unnecessary and not needed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like like I said on the live show, you are not bringing in two extra people because Catherine Newton is cast is like Cassie Lang. Like that's not moving anybody to come to the theater. Uh, if Ant Man is is a successful movie, it's probably because of the trailers excited people and of Kang. And that's mm-hmm. it for me. But like, literally, literally, the uh, the press screening was tonight. I RSVP. I completely forgot about it. I'm not even. <laughs> oh my god! As we speak, it's happening as we speak. And I, the only reason why I remembered is because you, you guys, we were supposed to do this show yesterday, but yeah. we switched it to today because I was like, okay, you know, the Flash trailer is coming out. Maybe we should just wait until that comes out. So. I text Leo and I'm like, hey, you want to hop on Hero Hour tonight? We, we push it to tonight. And he's like, oh, no, dude. I got the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania screening. I said, oh, fuck. Hey. Who do I? I ain't going, though. Because, <laughs> like, I, man. And that's, like, the last time I haven't, I just forgot about a screening was, like, months ago with, like, I forget which movie it was. But, yeah. So I'm going to be seeing it on Thursday like the rest of you. And we're going to have hey. a good time, hopefully. But I forgot. That's because I'm so detached from this movie this week, and I don't know. It comes out this week, and I just like mm-hmm. I, I um I got nothing for it. Jonathan Majors, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. I love Kang. We'll mm. see what happens, but I just, I'm literally I gonna nothing. rewatch the Loki finale just to get myself hyped. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. And I was on Disney Plus today too because I was like, should I watch the Ant Man movies before going to see this?" And um, I was like, "Nah, let me go back to Hollywood." So, I guess, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh so uh, all right, some other questions here before we get off air. This person here says, "How do you think the Flash will do even after all the drama?" I'm guessing they mean box office. I think it's going to be fine. I don't think it's going to do anything crazy, but I think it's going to do okay. The trailer right now, I thought it was going to be a lot more in, in viewers after all this time. Uh, but no, it's it's sitting at a at a low kind of four million, five million. Usually, mm. comic book movie trailers are like they blow up. They like you know they get to like fifteen and twenty million within the hours. So uh, I don't know. So that might have something to do with where the interest is for fans, like you know, or just casual moviegoers. So I don't know. I think it's gonna do okay, but I don't think it's gonna blow the box office open crazy if if my mom sees it she's like oh it's keaton and then maybe she might you know feel inclined to come out but we'll see um pat what do you think as far as like how successful will the flash be um i think it's gonna do pretty well i don't i think it's definitely gonna do better than black adam sorry dwayne johnson um i uh (laughs) i i don't think the controversy with ezra is going to impact it like 
a huge amount because there are people like like general audiences my dad for instance like yeah, has yeah. no idea about anything about any of the controversy with Ezra anything that's happened like none of that um I also like as cool as it is to see Michael Keaton and like that's amazing I don't think his return is going to generate the kind of hype that say Tobey Maguire's did yeah I agree um as far as the audience I agree with that too yeah. movie um so I think it'll do pretty well. I don't think it's going to, unless it's like what James Gunn is saying is like the best superhero movie of all time that everyone's going to see like 10 times. Um, I don't think it's going to do huge, huge numbers, but I think it, I think it'll probably be successful. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to do okay. So I mean, we'll see. Um, all right, let's do like a few more questions here. Uh, this person here says, "Do you think them not rebooting was a mistake?" I'm guessing the DCEU. Uh, yeah, I think it was because one of the reasons why the the old regime just could not get it off the ground is because they kind of was doing the thing of like we're gonna take some stuff out but keep some other things and just kind of shuffle it around. Like we're not gonna bring Superman in at all. We're just done with Superman completely, but we're gonna bring in whatever and we're gonna do a reboot slash not reboot of the suicide squad and call it the suicide squad <laughs> and and it was a disaster and uh i don't know listen man i understand that when things are really good you want to keep it around like peacemaker was a huge success for them great but i do think to really compete with marvel you i think it was the right idea to do a reboot complete reboot and uh, I don't know. So we'll, we'll see what's ha- what's going to happen. Because, again, who am I to say what was better and what was not? Uh, but I don't know. Um, Meg, how about you? Uh, I agree. I think uh, a complete reboot is what they should have done. Because then it's, like, fair ground for everybody, right? Like, you know, there's so many different sections of, like, fandom anymore. And especially with the DC fandom, there's, like you know the comic purists there's the snyder fans there's the james gunn fans there's the dceu fans and there's like you know fans of like uh what they're doing like the new slate and so it's like i think in order for it to have been like a fair thing for everyone and you know i get it not everything's gonna be fair but i think a full reboot is what they should have done because then they can then it would have been a little bit well like received a little bit more at least because then you're like okay yeah you know what we're Mm -hmm. not gonna have henry cavill as superman anymore but you know we're gonna just reboot the whole universe so we can do what we want cast who we want and so it doesn't seem so uh i don't know what the word i'm looking for is but it did seem kind of petty the way that james gunn was talking about like the whole henry cavill situation where it was like you know yeah we everyone is allowed to come back and play these characters if they want, just not Henry Cavill, you know? Yeah, it's it's crazy to me. Yeah, so, like, I think a full reboot is really how they... I mean, again, I'm just a fan, so what do I know? But I think that would have been a lot more successful in what they're trying to do. And I think some of the new projects that they've announced, you know, like these this creature commandos i i don't really know like 
what kind of audience that's supposed to bring in especially when it's the first project that they're doing like that's what's gonna launch their new slate i just think that there's a lot of like miscalculations that they're doing and it started with not rebooting the entire thing yeah um yeah that was the one thing leading up to the to the announcements a lot of us in the team were just like, dude, it's time. It's you gotta yes. reboot. I mean, they've tried we, to salvage it how many times? How many just, times? It the work. Suicide Squad. I mean, that's like my biggest example. It's like, <laughs> and that movie did not do well as far as like it just no, did, not it did not do well at all. And I hate, I love Birds of Prey, but Birds of Prey did not do well. Yes, it's like a lot of these movies that I don't know. The last like on the Hero Hour show, literally the other day, we were like. What was the last successful DCEU movie at the box office? And it was Aquaman, which was like four years ago. And actually, it's five years ago, which is like, it's insane. And uh, I think, I agree. I think a full reboot would have been the best move, Pat. How about you? Yeah, 100% full reboot. Not only just for like the fairness to the different actors who are some of who are getting like seemingly gypped like Henry Cavill. Um, Mm -hmm. But also just for general audience, like, like watching the movie and then they go, wait, didn't this Aquaman like hang out with that other Superman and the older Batman? Like, it's just like, it's going to be confusing for people if Jason Momoa is hanging out with 25 year old Superman. It's like, it's weird. It's weird. I don't, I don't, even just for my own head and yeah you can like go oh well the flash changed the timelines and reality warped it's like yeah that's fine but like it's still there's like there's like a lack of synergy i feel like from like a storytelling perspective um i just i'll feel uncomfortable if i see like the new replacement superman hanging out with like gal gadot (laughs) like it'll be weird Mm -hmm. yeah it's like what it's gonna be super awkward and i think to avoid all that is uh, a reboot and um yeah. i don't know but again who am i actually before we get off the air uh meg i don't think we've gotten a chance to hear your thoughts on the actual new slate so you started off with like creature commandos <laughs> and i'm when we was going through the slate last week i was like see this is the james gunn bullshit i knew yes. there was gonna be some weird <laughs> obscure people to start the damn thing and look at we got this damn the ferret from fucking the Suicide Squad is going uh, to the weasel, sir. the fucking weasel, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, so actually wanted to get your thoughts on yeah. the actual slate. I don't know. I can bring it up if you want me to, but just like your your general thoughts on the slate that was announced. Uh, um, <laughs> here's the thing. I there's a few projects that I'm pretty excited about, like on face value, because I know the source material. Right. So uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, of uh, I'm pretty excited for because um, I like Tom King. And when I got to talk to Tom King at New York Comic Con, you know, I reiterated I to him like, yeah, pretty cool. He's a cool guy, actually. I was mm-hmm. very intimidated because he's like <laughs> CIA, you know, so I was yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. But he's a really cool guy. Um, but I, I got to like tell him how much, and this was before we even knew like anything about what was happening with like the leadership change or whatever. Um, but I got to tell him that like, Hey, you know, like people love this Supergirl story. Cause like I work at a comic book store. Mm-hmm. So like that issue fl- was flying off the shelves. Like people loved it. Um, 
I got any in so, stock because they had a stock in Amazon. I'm like, yeah, hey. I mean, now it's, I mean, it's <laughs> been selling out even before this yeah. happened. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's cool to see that, like, you know, and especially because he didn't get to do New Gods at, with um, Ava. So it's uh, cool to see yeah. him get another chance, another crack at one of his stories. Um, you know, I'm excited for uh, Supergirl Swamp Thing could be pretty cool, especially if James Mangold is the one um, that yeah, directs yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, I really don't want another young Superman movie. I just, you know, like, I feel like Man of Steel was like a perfect setup for the character. Mm-hmm. And it, it showed you things that you needed to see for the character, like his backstory. And it showed like a, a young, naive Superman, you know, literally day one Superman. Um, so I just don't want to sit through another one of those movies. Like I want to see like a well-progressed Superman, like at his prime. Um, and especially, you know, Brave and the Bold, he's supposed to be an older Batman, like what, in his 40s, 45? And we just... Yeah, we just had that. So yeah, I, I don't understand, you know, as much as probably Ben Affleck doesn't want to do Batman, if that was the reason why he wouldn't be the DCU Batman, I could understand. But it just seems like uh, they just recast like two of the like biggest faces of the uh, cinematic universe. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> um, Amazon, I'm actually pretty excited for the Amazon uh, show, especially the way that James Gunn like... Uh, so uh, described it like Game of Thrones, but on the mascara, which is so dope. real quick. Did you did you were you a little salty to me that Wonder Woman does not have a movie at all? Yes, so I was. I was I, really. I was pissed. Yeah, I was not uh, excited about that. You know, especially because uh, you know, as much as uh, Wonder Woman eighty four was a complete dud, um, <laughs> I think that um, I think that Gal is a great Wonder Woman. And um, I liked her first movie was amazing. Uh, I loved her in BVS. I loved her in Zack Snyder's Justice League. And, you know, so it it sucks to like not see like something with her name on it in this new slate. Um, Especially because Batman's got one. Superman's got one you know yeah and i was saying like, i know you got supergirl in here but like what the hell have yeah. you been doing swamp thing before like it just kind of seems like they interchanged a female character for another female character Ooh, exactly and it's exactly like, what i thought too it's just it's like, okay, okay to have i can't stand these studios it's so it's okay to have two or three you know it's kind of yeah. like oh man we have to do a we have to do a, a woman Let's uh, Supergirl. Let's swap. Okay, we did yeah. uh, this woman. Now let's. We uh, just let's... canceled Bad Girl, so let's do Supergirl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah. even even like Marvel. I know. I was like, you don't want to start the way Marvel did, where they just had nothing of like they had as far Black as Black like, Widow for like the first ten years, and then yeah. they finally introduced Captain Marvel. Yeah, and then there was like no, there was no female superhero movies until. For Marvel until Captain yeah. Marvel and like you don't need to do that. You can do like how 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 boss would have would it have been if he like announced like three three female superheroes. It feels like it feels like the women when it comes to heroes are always like the last kind of resort. And even when yeah. you, even when you do like the the group like those group movies and all that, it's always like oh here's a group of spies and a woman. And it's like it's the same thing with uh with the Guardians of the Galaxy and any other like team. It's just like here's the guys and yeah, here's the lead male, and then like 
one other chick. Yeah. Like you know that you know that the uh, fucking Billy on the street thing name one woman? Like it's like, come <laughs> yeah. on, guys. So it's like yeah, and that's the yeah, that's the thing. Know. Like, um, you know, they said that they want to build out the Batman universe, the okay, Bat family. Right. Maybe not do Brave and the Bold, maybe do like, I don't know, a Batwoman series mm-hmm. a batgirl something uh mm-hmm. birds of prey something uh mm-hmm. i just i mean there's so many different avenues that they could go down like yeah it's cool the amazons are getting a show but like yeah amazon history is pretty freaking depressing and uh <laughs> pretty like misogynistic when you look at it so it's like yeah okay cool like we're just gonna be watching a series of women just being enslaved like is that what we're gonna be watching so it is it's pretty frustrating and like overall there's nothing really on the slate that i was like oh my god like this like james gunn is like the savior of the dc brand you know like i feel like a lot of people were way over hyping it and um yeah you know and like you said Dwayne, like oh yep there is another james gunn weird project like i'm sorry but like creature commandos i i just <laughs> really like if you really wanted to make the splash that you're saying that like this new 10 year slate is gonna be like you should start out with superman like i don't understand why Mm -hmm. you're starting your universe with a animated tv show that a streaming show that probably like eight hundred thousand people are gonna watch and it's like yeah and they're like oh we want to keep the voice actors that are going to be doing the live action Uh, did you guys learn nothing from what if (laughs) <laughs> yeah we were talking about that too we were talking yeah. about how like Sebastian Stan. actors, yeah, actors Sebastian Stan was like falling off a train and he was like ah oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like actors do not make great voice actors like, no this and you're putting out so many talented people like how many like voice acting is an art within itself you know yeah, like I agree it's, it's a totally different branch of acting and you're just gonna be yeah. like oh hey you know what we're gonna get you in as superman and you're to be superman in literally everything everything the video game the this the that the, yeah it's gonna be over overkill for me but i mean again the one the one thing i am happy about is that they're really pushing the comics because i feel for like sure, for sure i feel like um and my friend greg katzman at cbr he mm. says the same thing like it's it's a refreshing to see um the comics being pushed the source material being pushed because you look at the competitor like marvel who take and take and take from the source and take and take and take from the creators and you know they get like a tiny little check at the end after the movie makes a billion dollars you know like a small cameo like hey ed brubaker you can be (laughs) in this five second scene (laughs) yeah so it's just like it that is very refreshing to see and i hope that going forward they continue that because you know at the end of the day that's really what it should be about is um rewarding the creators that literally gave you like here here's my ip do something Mm -hmm. with it you know Mm -hmm. i also love the fact that even the flash trailer they ended the trailer by saying yeah and go back to what inspired it all with the comic. Well, like, I think they the started doing that with the Suicide Squad. So I think that, you know, as, yeah. I think that James Gunn is one of those guys where it's like he really does love the comics, even if, you know, he does make a lot of changes to like some of the more obscure characters. At the end of the day, like the comics is what, you know, he enjoys and he wants to make sure that like, oh, you liked this movie? Well, hey, go check out this comic that's it's inspired by right 
Right. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to help the comic books in the long run. There's been some, you know, we've already seen some kind of reports of like a big uptick in comic books. Like the Authority comic has been going crazy as well as the Supergirl one too. And you can't um, even order them now. Like um, the shop we work at, we're trying to go through like all of our different um, vendors for these books. And like they're all out of print now. So like it caused so much uh like want for these books that they're gonna have to make a new printing of the books yeah which is crazy it's completely out of stock on barnes and noble a lot of these comics are out of stock on amazon or if you order it on amazon you're not gonna get it until fucking christmas so (laughs) it's uh yeah good stuff i guess when it comes to that but it's just again We'll see what happens. Pat, before we get off the air too, do you have any kind of new thoughts on the slate at all? Have you has your mind changed on anything? Um, not really. I'm still kind of lukewarm in general on a lot of it. But I am the more I think about a booster gold show, the more excited I am for it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm more excited for that than I was. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, we'll see how everything goes on and everything what what everything happens when it comes to the slate and just the DC movies going forward. I think the next one is Shazam and ooh, we'll see. Um mm. some trailers or, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh we'll see what happens. Oh, but uh yeah, this week everyone is Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Let's get through this. King of the movie. Jeez, yeah, Jonathan see. Majors is the only person <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> let's get through this quick. Uh, okay, that's it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, I appreciate it for spending time with us today on the Hero Hour Show. I'll go around, get everyone's social medias and plugs in. I'll start with you, Pat. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at this Pat guy and YouTube. My channel is called Agamotto. All right, and Meg. You can find me on most social media as at Wonder Meg. You can find me on YouTube as Wonder Meg. Uh, you can find my writing at CBR. It's linked in my Twitter. So if you want to check it out. Um, yeah. I mean, I have a little podcast I'm working on. So Ooh. stay tuned for that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Snap. It's going to be coming. mostly like talking about comics that I'm reading. So we know. We know. We already know the drill. But <laughs> <laughs> very excited very excited for you, you. Um, as far as for us everyone um, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94 follow the podcast on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at Cinemania World and as far as our schedule this week uh, Wednesday if, if the news are crazy this week then we'll do a a world show, but uh, the big review, of course, this week and the big kind of content from the channel this week will be Quantumania related. So the review, I'm sure this weekend we'll try to set up a spoiler review for the movie as well. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Meg and Pat. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.